hello guys how you guys doing welcome to tea and gross podcast on today's episode we're going to be talking about purpose now i know that um when the conversation about purpose pops up what a lot a lot of people think about is what they feel like they're good at doing what they feel like what they feel comes naturally and easy to them right and they're working in it and you know they're making impact so to speak but the type of purpose i'm speaking about today is god-given purpose now i'll just start from like some scriptural back backing or background in jeremiah jeremiah chapter one god had called jeremiah and said to him jeremiah i'm sending you to the people of israel and I want you to deliver certain instructions to them. But then Jeremiah struggled. He's like, who am I? Like, you can't send me. I'm not, I'm, I don't even like, why me basically? Why me? And God said to him, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. I formed you, you know, and that was such an interesting conversation. And God was saying, listen, before you even became a baby, I was there. I knew you. I knew your beginning. I knew your end. So also when Mary was pregnant with Jesus Christ, an angel came to her and said, Mary, you are with child and his name shall be called this. And he's going to take away the sins of the world. He's going to be a savior. He's going to be that. The angel basically came and gave, uh, gave, gave Mary the blueprint of Jesus's life. Again, in Samson's life, we see that the angel of the Lord came to his parents and said to him, "You're going to be with child, and this child is going to be a deliverer." he must not shave his head he must not touch strong drink again god gave instructions god that created said this is who i'm creating this person to be and this is the constitution that they have to live by so that's my backstory that's my scriptural backing for having this conversation right because we're going to not be speaking in limbo but try we're going to try and speak from a scriptural point of view now i'm going to be sharing like my personal experience as it pertains to purpose and i'm going to give a backstory as to how i discovered my purpose so i grew up in a christian background i grew up baptist and then somewhere along the way my mom decides that she wants to start going to mfm so at some point in our childhood we literally had started in mfm and for me i feel like it was a culture shock because a lot of things were just so aggressive i i couldn't really understand it i was i couldn't hack it let me just use that word but then you're a child now what are you going to say so i couldn't argue instead you know we started going to the church and i remember very vividly all this while i went to the church because my parents said i should go to the church it wasn't because i wanted to go to the church it wasn't because i was interested in anything that was going to going on in church now something really hilarious is to happen when i was younger <laughs> when people are having birthday parties instead of my mom you know i can't remember this song i just know that you know you go for parties and they'll be singing and i think there's one song called petra when is my own birthday my mom will come she'll play righteousness peace joy in the holy ghost 
righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. And I just, I used to be so embarrassed. Like, God, why, why is this woman doing this to me? It was wrong, Kenoli. Wrong, Kenoli overload literally and then when she when it's time for her to give me my birthday gift she'll give me a book i think I, she used to buy me any blighting books then she'll buy me Catherine kuman i'm just like yo i'm too young for this like why are you doing this to me so then i was frustrated i didn't understand fast forward to church so we moved from satellite town we moved to ikoi then where we found an MFM church in VI that we started going to. And I remember in the mornings, because my mom was a Sunday school teacher, and because she wanted us to make church as early as she was making church, because if you're a Sunday school teacher, then your children also have to come to church because everybody must be listening by example. So she had a bell. You know this bell that all these CAC grandmothers used to ring? She had that bell. So once it was like 7 a.m., she would just come back down. Everybody would come back down. And that bell meant, get up. It's time to get ready. Church is in an hour. If you don't make church, I'm going to leave you. But that wasn't really a threat for us because if you leave me, the better for me. So we did that. But it was just, uh, I was just like, God, when are you going to release us from this church P? And I remember very vividly one time when church, I think I followed my mom for a night video. MFM. So this is not an indictment on MFM because I'm st- I still go to MFM and I, I love it now. But then I remember the pastor called a prayer point. It was like, and call the devil to sit on your chair so i think it was a prayer point devil come sit on my chair so now that the devil is on your chair get your machine gun got our machine gun oh yeah shoot the devil like i just used to look like ah, this guy is serious like this like it shouldn't ever be this deep and it shouldn't ever be this serious so at some point my mom realized that okay these children are not with it with this MFMP. So I feel like she was even at, at a point where she said, you know what, find another church. Even though it's a youth church, I don't care. Just find another church. But then luckily for us, I think at the time there were only youth churches in Yaba, MFM youth churches. But then I guess they realized that they needed to reach the younger generation as well. So they started youth churches all over. So there was a youth church in Lekki. So my mom said, ah, there's a youth church in Lekki that has just come up. Why don't you guys go and try, try it out, you know, speak to them, go there. If you like it, you can stay. Luckily for us, we had just moved to Lekki. And so it was, it was a bit close. So we started attending. Still, I feel like still we're attending out of obligation. Okay, we have to, you know, when you've grown up, no obligation but you know when you already have a habit you're used to doing it if you don't do it you feel odd that was the case with us so we felt we're already used to going to church on sunday so if we're around we just had to go to church on sunday going to church on sunday it was okay i can barely remember any sermon really it just entered one year and came out of the other year i just knew i was going to church i would pray the prayer points and that was it now church grew bigger expanded you know it was just huge and so we moved from where at um there was a site where the new ebano is yeah where the new ebano is no no sorry where the old ebano was for the move to the new site that's where we were we were there and then we moved because we, we started getting bigger so at that period what i realized was that god was doing a working name so it wasn't instantaneous where for instance i lo- I still love the streets oh my god like if on the street i was there <laughs> and i know that a few people have looked at me like ah, is this the same 
DMC that I know, me that I hear, like, I remember the clubs, I remember Rehab, I remember Aura, I remember Tribeca, what other one again, I remember um, 11, no, it wasn't 11.45, um, um, Bacos, no, it's Bacos, yeah, there was Bacos, there was, um, there was a Coco, <sighs> coconut groove i think that's not that club on our law road like i was there from thursday friday saturday they will finish it at elegushi onuru beach that was me i was just living my life like local jesu and all of that you know so there was a quick work that god was doing in me so slowly i was losing appetite for some things but not everything you know i still didn't understand for instance why like why can't i just still be me but i know god and i worship god so then my mom used to try and get me to come for midweek service in yaba with her um i can't remember what what why we had to go together i think on a work we had to be we had to work out together so it was like by force if you don't want me if you don't want to follow me then <clears throat> don't follow me find your way home but if you're going to follow me then just know that we're going to church and i i hated it because geo has a prophetic gift but now that i i have hindsight his prophetic giver i might be wrong but i at the time i felt like his prophetic gifts he could just call out anybody so you're literally in church and you're sitting down you're praying and he goes there's somebody here you are a witch and you used your loved one's blood for sacrifice if you are the one i give you 10 minutes i give you 10 seconds run to the altar and the person that is sitting down beside you that has been crying and wailing and speaking in tongues just gets up and starts running forward i used to be like oh my god so i felt jesus the day this man gives a word of knowledge about me hey my mother is going to find out all my secrets so i mean i wasn't a randy child or anything but yeah like every any youth i had a youthful exuberant past you know i was a bit adventurous so i used to dodge i used to dodge church but i was in lucky so god finally caught me so on one of these days i had been in church now in this church it was a predominantly youth church loads of young people and then after church you see church will end at like 12 and then you see that they are waiting behind after church for god knows what i just used to look at them like these guys obviously don't have anything to do like and then prior to me even being serious i think my thought process was i felt like people that were in mfm had problems like you must have spiritual problem for you to be in mfm now for you to not be praying lera lera Oh, your problem is much and me i don't have it you know i have a good life i don't lack nothing i ain't suffering i don't got no demons i'm good i'm good so that was my mindset really i just i couldn't be asked now a few people had come up to me saying auntie you will come to church you will pack, carry your bag you will go well i'd be like oh, i don't understand i don't need to join a group but yeah that was it <sighs> So on this day, it was a midweek service. Again, my pastor had a prophetic gift. So I used to dodge him, especially when I was dating somebody. Ah, I would dodge him because they would just, they would just hear, Sister MC, pastor wants to see you. Oh God, you have to start beating. Bing, 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 bing. By the time we get there, we just say, God said I should tell you to leave that boy. Ah, ah. You say, God, now wow. Like, and so, if, but there was something that was, I knew about me. Even though I'm stubborn, 
I have the fear of God. So once I hear that God said, ah, Omo, no matter what I want to do, my that thing must happen. So I, that's why I used to dodge the pastor. So on this particular day, I was in church and we had shared the grace. Literally shared the grace. And my pastor was so fond of doing that thing. He would have finished sharing the grace. Next thing you just hear, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. There's somebody here. You are planning on going to Elegushi Beach for a party. The Holy Spirit said I should not, you should not go. Ah, but that's not me. I'm just giving an example. So that day, I just used to laugh in my head and say, Holy Spirit, I'll spot somebody's worker today. Ooh. So on this day, I was about to go. Next day, my pastor just goes, There's somebody here, and then he proceeds to give the word of knowledge about me. And he goes, After service, I want to see you urgently. So after service, I carry my two left legs and I just go and meet him and I'm standing in front of him and just looking at him and he's looking at me like back like okay why are you here and I did same thing I was just looking at him and he goes oh are you the one and I'm like yes I am so he says okay see me during the week now that day yeah I'm, I'm saying this story now I'm saying this with all confidence I should actually be solemn really because that day was the beginning of the turning point in my life like that day I had made up my mind saying okay god i'm done playing games i'm no longer doing i'm no longer so again when i say waka, please i wasn't the wrong girl or anything <laughs> let me just put it out there before your imagination starts going wild i'm just saying i was just a like literally i mean fact gen z no no do pass me is that the correct way i mean i know do pass gen z like it was literally just normal youthful exuberance going to the club and you know enjoying yourself really but then i had come to the end of myself i was tired of it you know i was just like if i continue in this way i don't know where i'm going to end up so on that day i said to myself i'm going to join a group i'm going to take god seriously so i joined prophetic group I joined prophetic group and I became so from somebody that used to dodge not attending not attending um meetings after service I started attending meetings so prophetic group we used to meet on Sunday Sundays after church and on Saturdays evening Saturday evenings I think from like six to like eight yeah we used to meet then so we started meeting I remember my pastor then you know shout out to you Pastor Deba my pastor then he would teach us you know about the prophetic who is a prophet how you can hear from god you know and we're just i was new into this thing so i was just i was a bit i was curious we also used to have a lot of prayer meetings so it was at the prayer meetings that i received the shock of my life at the prayer meetings you know i'm just worshiping all of a sudden the atmosphere will change and you just hear people speaking in tongues now the tongues is not um oimbo tongues not the one that they're doing all the way in their broad oh holy spirit Satan. no this one was machine gun just please look i said god see people see tongues like what and then after that you hear people prophesying thus saith the lord this that that so i was so intrigued and instead of being intrigued but then later I desired it. I said, you know what, God, I want to speak in tongues. I want to prophesy. Now, again, that was that is not the end goal. What God wanted was my heart. What God wanted was me. But then for me, that was how I got lured. I just found it so interesting. I was like, God, if these people can prophesy, if these people can speak in tongues, then I should be able to do it as well. You know. And then aside from that, my pastor will now come to me and say, MC, 
god wants to use you in fact i remember very vividly on one of those occasions where at a night vigil and then my pastor gives a word of knowledge he says that there's somebody here you are an ego or you are meant to be an ego in the spirit but you are running around with chickens where god wants to bring you where you're supposed to be and where you are right now are worlds apart because you are walking around chickens i don't know why but i knew that word was for me like i just knew i I had a witness in my spirit i said god me chicken i will never forget it in my life so he was come to me saying yeah, god wants to use you you need to find out who you are okay pastor tell me he said i cannot tell you even me when they were telling me i had purpose i had to go and find out they did not tell me so go and pray so i'm like why don't you want to tell me and he goes if i tell you you're not going to value it you only value something that you worked for you prayed about now when you pray about it and god tells you i you can come back to meet me and say pastor this is what i saw this is what god t- told me and then i'll confirm it to you so i said okay so he gave me a prayer point and the prayer point was oh lord give me show me the blueprint of my life <sighs> mfm has a prayer point for everything by the way show me the blueprint of my life so i took that prayer point and i started to pray now at that point i had friends around me now those friends also were going through something similar i think one of my friends had gone through something similar maybe six months prior i'm not sure you know and she was also in that quest to finding her purpose finding who she was asking god who am i what did you create me for so she said to me sis Oh my, I pray this prayer for long, so just be ready to pray for long and don't get discouraged. So I started praying. I prayed. I prayed for eight months. I prayed for eight months. Now, at the end of eight months, at the end of eight months, I was over it. I said, God, I'm not doing this prayer again. Obviously, you don't want to tell me. And that's fine. You know, it's okay. We can carry on like we never had this conversation. I was mad. I was angry with God because I was like, how can I pray one prayer eight months and you don't want to tell me? It's just ridiculous because I was on my own and then people came and started talking about purpose and calling. So why are you not telling me? At this point, I think the week after, I didn't have a dream. In that dream, I'm in an African country. I think Uganda, Kenya, South Africa, I'm not sure which. And I'm in a hall, a very big hall. And it seems as though I... Um, um, it seems as though I am I'm doing missionary work and I'm distributing stuff pamphlets and all of that to people and right in the middle of that my pastor is standing like 5 feet from me or 10 feet from me and he looks at me and he just goes yeah me see you are an evangelist I was like okay I'm an evangelist right that's cool so when I woke up I was so excited I was so excited like you have no idea so I, I, I texted my my pastor I was like pastor I, I know what I am now God told me I'm an evangelist I texted my friend who oh, I know who I am now I'm an evangelist ah, that was it then you know the conversation got more interesting and you know people began to say you know i feel like you know you're 
going to be similar to this person similar to that person in terms of similar ministries so it was then i then picked up books there was a particular book i picked and i started reading it was called it's called god's generals and in that book it literally spoke about various men and women of god and how you know god called them the type of ministries they had how they failed how they succeeded you know it it spoke about their background for some of them they were born into homes where their their parents were into drug abuse and alcohol abuse for some of them they didn't even go to school and god was doing so much through them so again after finding out that okay i'm called into the office of the evangelist i then started to pick up books that would help me i started studying about people you know that i felt were that had been called into similar offices and had similar um tasks really ahead of them so that that really is the story as it pertains to knowing my purpose now what now this was what five years ago six years ago five years six years down the line i can say that that is definitely not the only thing that god has called me to do but it was a starting point and so once i knew this purpose i was able to filter out a lot of things and it just didn't even come with that alone you know it came with so much you know people will sit me down and say listen you know you're not like everybody else you can't do what everybody else is doing you know if god wants to use you you have to be consecrated you have to be sanctified so you can't be caught dead doing some things not because not because of a legality but from a place of relationship you just can't so i had to start renewing my mind really this is the starting point i'm not i haven't even gotten to the point where because of this i had to cultivate a deeper relationship with god i had to now begin to know god for myself you know going into how to hear from god which we're going to discuss later you know the gift of the spirit speaking in tongues receiving the baptism of the holy ghost you know understanding who you are in christ all of that so for me this was my starting point this was what god used to usher me into a relationship with him i think that prior to this time i would have i can't say i was a christian but i was a carnal christian i was a nominal christian i wasn't ready to grow i wasn't interested in anything called spiritual maturity up until this time but then from this time i was invested i said you know what god is no longer business as usual whatever you would have me do i will do right so that is the story of discovering my purpose i hope you guys enjoyed it there's definitely more to come on our next episode we're going to still be speaking about purpose but then we're going to be talking about it in a deeper dimension and we just might have a guest over who will be sharing with us their own story and how they came into purpose stay tuned um i have a surprise well it's not a surprise but we're going to be having loads of guests on this show everybody's going to be coming here with their own personal experiences again this podcast is to just help you know that you're not alone in your walk with god in whatever struggles you struggled like for me now again sometimes my mom looks at me sometimes you know now all those books all those there's one book she has Catherine Coleman, I can't remember the name of the book. She bought the book for 100 naira. That year, she'll give me the book, I'll throw it away. Now she looks at me and she's just like, I can't believe that this is you. You are now the one that's coming. Mommy, where's that book? That Catherine Coleman book you bought? That Belia Kone book? Now I have a library. Like, I feel like having a library is for old people, but for some reason, I'm now in love with books. I love to read books, you know. So, 
the conversation this is we just barely scratch scratch the surface but i i just need to give my own story like a brief summary really of my story but then in the next episode we're going to be diving deeper into purpose the meaning of purpose and how once you have heard about your purpose what god has told you how are you running with it so it's one thing for god to say listen this is who i've called you to be and it's another thing to begin to walk in it now i'll give an example moses moses was called at the age of 40 god had told him you're going to be a deliverer right but then he didn't walk into the manifestation of that calling until he was 80 years and i believe that there's a season of god speaking to you and saying listen this is what i want you to do and there's a season of preparation there's also a season of denial really because for me as well even though i had prayed about it for eight months when i now finally realized i was like okay yeah so what do evangelists do <laughs> i don't understand like so if for me i felt okay i'm an evangelist let me i have a pupils i'm going to be speaking to 1000 people well it doesn't work that way it's a progress it's a process rather you know the bible says line upon line precept upon precept right so for me it's been a process am i the same person i was six years ago when i was praying about my purpose no have i done certain things to ensure that i am aligned to that purpose yes so on our next episode we're going to be speaking about how to dive into your god-given purpose and we're going to have a guest over who will be sharing with us how they discovered their purpose and how they're working into their purpose until next time this is tm first podcast see ya